Words from the Hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church. I think our job as believers is to find out the heart of God, to lean into God. We're not supposed to guess. We're supposed to know what God is doing. What is God doing when disease fills the earth? What is God doing when political problems are real? What is God doing when financial challenges hitting the marketplace? What is God doing when there's a pandemic filling the whole earth? What's God doing when man is increasingly more wicked to other men? What is God doing? And these thoughts bothered me a whole week long. Last night at 2 a.m., I got woken up by the Spirit, and God started to speak to me and said to me, this is what I am doing. This is what I'm doing. And I didn't sleep from then again until, you know, Winnie, what time did I send it to you? Like 4 o'clock or something. <laughs> Sent her the scriptures. That happens to me a lot. I don't know whether it happens to you guys too, Pastor Fred, those of you guys who preach, like God waits until the, the night before and then just sees your quest and sees your desire and releases it. And I began to pray this morning. And God says, those who walk with me can see what I'm doing. Those who follow me can see what I'm doing. Number one thing he said he was doing is outpouring. You may not feel it, but there's an outpouring going on. You may not know it, but God is pouring out his spirit upon all flesh. The scripture that dropped in my spirit was Isaiah 44 verse 3 and let's start from there. For I will pour water on him who is thirsty and floods on dry ground and I will pour out my spirit on your descendants and my blessing on your offspring. In the middle of uncertainty God is working and outpouring. God is working and outpouring. God is working and outpouring. He says he will pour out his spirit on your descendants. That was a long time ago. And we are the descendants of the people of that time. So it is now for us. This is the time of the outpouring. If someone asks you what season this is in the spirit, say outpouring. Say it out. Outpouring means release. It means utterance. It means we have a voice. It means all of a sudden there will be hundreds of people speaking the word of God. It means that children will stand up and begin to prophesy. It means that our babies will begin to understand God. And our adults will receive revelation. You see, I just said to you, prophesy over each other. Did you get accurate prophecy? How many of you got an accurate word? I knew. I didn't even have to check. I knew. Most of you got accurate word. Did you, nobody got accurate word here? Like what they said about you was right or wrong? It was right, right? Honestly, guess what? It's the season of outpouring. 
and guess what in underground churches God is now pouring out his spirit in open centers God is now pouring out his spirit those who are able to press in are now finding water those who are able to shake beyond the natural are able to unlock something in the spirit God is pouring out his spirit this season this is the hour of the outpouring this is the hour of the outpouring if you desire just lift, lift up your hands and just wave unto God let your spirit come upon my children let your spirit come upon my young ones let your Holy Spirit fill my heart if this is the season of the outpouring let it pour down on me oh God in the middle of brokenness you are pouring out light in the middle of confusion you are pouring out light so Lord thank you for the outpouring in the name of Jesus Christ Amen oh the church is at a lower level Amen God is pouring out his spirit anyone who wants to listen just lean in a little bit and the Holy Spirit will say welcome we've been waiting for you just lean in a little bit you just hear welcome we've been waiting for you just go in a little bit you just hear welcome receive and receive a deposit of the spirit and God is releasing that thing every one of you can prophesy every one of you can wake up in grace every one of you can be empowered everyone everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved this is that time which was spoken this is that time when there's no more barrier between God and people this is that time when God is taking down the obstacle and the impediment this is that time when God is competing with the things competing against you this is that time when God is tearing up your spirit to prophesy say prophesy, prophesy. hallelujah is a sign of the outpouring another word for what God is doing is revival yeah <laughs> I got it I got it this is different from what you told me though <laughs> but she told me that what's in her spirit is revival now I was like but God is not right now I'm going to you know but yeah it is the thirsty have cried to me and I have heard them says the Lord I will revive you you will be full of my fire and the prayer was Psalm 85 verse 6 will you not revive us again Psalm 85 verse 6 Oh, Shandima Sakaya do shake. Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? I will hear what the Lord will speak, for the Lord will speak peace to his people and to his saints, but let them not turn back to fully. This revival, oh, can you give me verse 85, verse 6? Let's start from verse 6. I think I jumped verse 7. Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? What does verse 7 say? Show us your mercy, Lord, and grant us your salvation. Along with revival comes mercy and salvation. You know how we all waiting for the move of God. And many of the prophets who talk about the move of God only talk about the destruction that is coming. In the day of the move of God. Look at it. Revival comes with what? Mercy and salvation. Every time God is turning the tide, what God decides to do is salvation. What God wants to do by staring up again is to turn back the people whose hearts have wandered away from him back to him. Salvation. Salvation. Thank you, Jesus. Salvation, mercy and salvation. For he will speak peace to his people and to his sins. Verse 8. But let them not depart to folly. 
I will hear what the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace to his people. Peace. As trouble fills the earth, guess the other broadcast in your heart. Peace. Those who know the Lord will abide in peace. There will be just such peace around the people who know God. Just such peace. Say amen. Say I receive the peace. Lift up your hands. Say I receive the mercy. I receive the mercy. So many people receive many, many things. Right? But guess what the chief of what we have is supposed to be? Peace and satisfaction. Do you guys understand this? We're supposed to be contented in God. That the trouble that's filling the world will not be our trouble. So that when people meet us, we are the people of God. We have something to offer. Do you know what people are looking for now? Peace. Anxiety is disease number one in the world. Panic attacks. Difficulty. Challenge in the mind. Why? Because the devil knows his time is short. So the devil is actually telling everybody, guys, I don't exist. It's serendipity. It's circumstance. You just have a mental health disorder. And we now started worshiping mental health. How many of you know we worship mental health? I'm not saying we shouldn't see a doctor when you have a mental health malady, But we have started worshiping it. In fact, if you dare say the word of God to somebody who has a mental health challenge, eh, you see the backlash against you. Try tweeting against somebody who says, I'm feeling depressed. Tell them, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. My peace, I live with you. Just share scriptures and see what will happen to you. Try it on social media. You are insensitive. So scripture now is insensitive. Giving somebody a word from the Lord is no more allowed. Once it has to do with mental health disorder. Forget your pastor, go and see a psychiatrist. Do you know, I have people in this who have been through this church who have mental health challenges. Guess what I do with them? The ones who actually I work with, who yield themselves to work with me, guess what I do with them? I allow them to go and see therapists, but I ask them to come back for us to do a review. Do you understand? You go and see a therapist. When you come back, we start reviewing, right? Because I'm a counselor. I'm a trained counselor. So I know the offsets of, of mental health malices. I have an e-book called Cultivating Mental Strength the key principles you use from the world to cultivate mental strength. Right? And now I begin to do an audit. See, mental health education is important because it's just like knowing how to brush your teeth. If you know how to brush your teeth, then your teeth will not have smell. You understand? So it's good for you to have mental health education. But mental health education doesn't cure mental health malices. So after seeing a doctor, then they now start medicating. And some of those medicines are designed to reduce your speed. Some of them are just supposed to cool you out, chill you out. When you drink them, you just become slow. Some of them are supposed to fasten you up, slow you down, fasten you up. That's actually, they're actually playing with the with the dopamines and the emotions in your mind and the stuff inside of you. Some of them open a chapter of you that you don't even know existed and you enter into this realm. Zombify you. People think these are solutions. 
they are actually temporary pegs. Only God can heal. Peace is what he gives. My peace I leave with to you. It's the peace that the world cannot give. It's a peace that the world cannot understand. Revival is actually peace. You know what we think revival is? Only speaking in tongues. No. Revival is salvation, mercy, and peace. Hallelujah. So that you don't turn your back again to folly. Number three thing God is doing. Restoring the truth. Psalm 85, verse 10 to 12. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed. <laughs> truth shall spring out of the earth, and righteousness shall look down from heaven. Yes, the Lord will give what is good, and our land will yield its increase. God is restoring mercy and truth side by side. You know, in the current war in the world, we don't know what truth is anymore. What is truth? When we did a revival in Joss, I preached a message called Breaking the Echo Chamber. Guess what happens? Conservatives and progressives all create a cocoon. And they talk within their cocoon. Every idea is circulated within their cocoon. They don't listen to anyone else. They just listen to themselves. Conservatives, on the other hand, create another cocoon. They talk their ideas. They listen to themselves. They drink their own Kool-Aid. They're happy about their ideas. They crucify the other guys. They never listen to the other guys. Everybody's creating an echo chamber where they're shouting themselves and drinking their own hype. Nobody's reaching out to the other side. So whether what you're saying is lie or truth, you cannot hear the other side because you live in an echo chamber. Break the echo chamber. Say to someone, break the echo chamber. Break the echo chamber. Break the echo chamber. Break it, break it. Break that echo chamber. Democrats and Republicans need to meet. PDP and APC need to meet. Do you understand? Every party needs to go across the line because there's something bigger than your side. There's something bigger than your side. It's the side of truth. Remember Gideon? No, Joshua was actually fighting in the battle of Jericho and he stood in a place called Gilgal just before he took on the battle of Jericho. And on that night while he was transversing the plains of Gilgal, an angel of the Lord appeared to him and Joshua ran up to this guy and said to him, are you for us or against us? And Joshua was shouting these things. The angel looked at him and said, Joshua, <laughs> this war was determined before you got here. This idea of this battle was determined before you got here, Joshua. Joshua, it's not whether I am for you or against you. Joshua, are you for me or against me? 
for I stand as the, as the command of the army of the Lord of hosts. God does not take sides. God is not ABC. God is not Republican. God is not Democrat. God is bigger than the structures of men. God is bigger than everything we create. God is much bigger. And when God comes, He comes with the truth. The power of God's truth is bigger in a world where we don't know what the truth is anymore. Is abortion wrong or is it right? Is gay rights wrong or is it right? Is, 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 what else do is, is feminism wrong or is it right? Anything you say is, a, is an act of war and dispute. In these times, God begins to come to speak truth. And if you take a look, Let's use American politics because that's what we, is always in the news. Let's use that as a casing point. What will you advise Democrats to do? They should stop lying less. Do you understand? Whatever it is for the votes, they are ready to do it. You don't have to believe it. Just, is it what gives us votes? Let's say it. And you have to ask Republicans to be a little more kind. They're too hard. Their principles may be right, but justice without mercy is cruelty. Justice without mercy is cruelty. Do you guys understand? This is what God wants to establish. There's a barometer of God in the earth. God tells that now he's restoring truth to everyone who wants to know. He's bringing back truth. What is the truth? What is the perfect standard? Pilate asked Jesus, what is the truth? <laughs> the king did not know the truth. Jesus knew the truth. God is restoring truth in the heart of those who follow. So we may sit in church together, but do you love the truth? I know people who come through church, but they don't love the truth. Once anything you say crosses them, they get angry at you. They accuse you. I have been accused of being unkind. I've been told all types of names because I say the truth. Like I will tell you the truth. I will. You may not like me, but the truth cannot be changed. Can I tell you something? Love the truth. If you love the truth, your incapacities will fade. If you love the truth, you can build beyond what you can build. If you only agree with what you agree with, then you don't know more. Love the truth. Desire the truth. Even if it's cutting you, say, this thing is against me, but it's the truth. Love the truth. Let's have fierce love for the truth. God is restoring the truth now. Last week we read it. Whoever commits lawlessness is lawless. Whoever commits sin is a sinner. Let's not call, let's call a spade a spade. Do you understand? Let's not call a spade fancy names. You know how we call our sins? What are the nice names of our sins? So nature, this is my what? These are my white lines. I crossed the white line, right? This is my white lines. Somebody says, it's my weakness. It's my... It's my... Yeah. It's almost romantic. So my little, my little things. That's how we are in our family, yeah. It's a sin. 
It's a sin. It's a sin. It's a sin. Call it his name. Truth. Truth. I have to run. I'm keeping myself on the tight leash. It's 20 minutes now. Remaining five minutes to go. So, the contest today is not actually between truth and lie. It's actually between truth and nearly true. True and nearly true. That's the contest. So, I was this 11-year-old boy. I went to market. The idea came to me. I was living alone in secondary school. I'd gone to boarding house. So I was living alone. So I went to another town, to a market called Adikbo. If you're not TV, you will not understand. Even if you're TV, you may not even know this place because this is really deep in TV land. It's in Benue State. So I went to a market called Adikbo. From Adikbo, the place where I was was Kotiyo, Ute. But then in the market, there were two bosses. There was Koti and Koti. I didn't know which of the Kotis it was. So I entered any of the Kotis. And then the, the boss was taking me to Koti Shangavia. Another Koti. <laughs> totally different Koti. And guess what, where that Koti is? It's in the border with Cross River State. Before long, I was very near Obudu, Kato Ranch, from Adikbo in Benue State. After a few hours, I was like, huh? This trip took long because my own coat is actually about 15 minutes away. <laughs> to come back from that thing, I got back at night. <laughs> because it's the place where market day once a week, vehicle only goes around on market days kind of place. You guys don't understand it. You guys are Lagos people. <laughs> but I never forgot that as I was mewling about this, the Holy Spirit told me, you know how you missed your way that day. Yeah, that's the example for today's service. That people, the name sounds the same. It appears the same. But you just need to hear the suffix. Hear the suffix. It's Kotiyo or Koti Shangavia. Two different Kotis. Hear the suffix. The aftermath. The hyphen after the first thing. Listen for it. That's where you miss your way. Truth. Love for the truth is one thing God is doing right now. The people who love the truth will be so powerful. You know, there's one thing about you doing what is wrong. But there's another level when you do what is wrong and you believe that what is wrong is actually right. Love for the truth. Don't go to Koti, yo. Tell someone, don't go to Koti. Don't go to the wrong Koti. <laughs> Sorry, my example are not in any book at all. This is a, my own example, right? That's the reason why your testimony is very powerful because no one can tell it like you. Hallelujah. Amen. Finally, God is leading every day. God is leading every day. God is leading every day. God will give you revelation. He will give you visions. He will give you dreams. God is leading every day. 
something was happening when Jesus was born. Matthew chapter 2 verse 12. Matthew, Matthew 2 12. Then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. Divinely warned not to go back to Herod. Herod was an important king. And you know when we deal with important people, we will feel the obligation to tell them everything, to do everything with their permission. These wise men went to see Herod and asked him, where is the king of the Jews? Herod did not know. It was the wise men who alerted Herod. This man who had inspiration alerted the king. What God will tell you in this time, kings will not know. But you know, you keep, we keep on seeking for permission from kings. For what God will do this time, he may not tell the king. He will tell you. Why? Because those who seek Jesus will find him. The wise men who look for the heart of God will find his heart. The wise women who look for the heart of God this time will find his heart. But it will not be in the realm of the kings. The kings of this world will not know. Herod did not know. But once Herod knew, jealousy took on Herod. Every king always tries to protect their kingdom. So if God wants to give you something as a pastor, that's why God doesn't permit us to become kings as pastors. So we don't begin to fight for our territory. God doesn't permit you to be a king. God leaves everything loose so that it's not in your hands. Whether the Holy Spirit will show up in the service or not, it's not in my hands. My job is to pray. My job is to draw Pastor Precious and Pastor Fred and all these people around me and say, let's pray. And my job is to drag them in the night. Pastor ID, Pastor ID, pray. Let's pray. And when we pray, we leave it in God's hand. Is he going to move? Is he going to come? What is he going to say? We don't know. It's not our meeting. It's not us. It's God's meeting. But when kings take over things, they want to control it. They want to dominate it. So sometimes God doesn't permit us that level of ownership. Natural kings do not descend the mind of God, which is why God wants now spiritual kings to emerge. Hallelujah. Spiritual kings to emerge. Priest and king, kings who also have priesthood, God wants them to emerge. That day, God divinely warned, warned the wise men, don't go back to Herod. Don't go back to Herod. And they went their way. Hallelujah. They didn't go back to Herod. Let's read again. Matthew chapter 2 verse 19. Now when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who sought the child's life are dead. Those who are looking for the life of the child are dead. But look at how the angel of the Lord appeared, how? In a dream. Some of us, God has been speaking to us about our dream world. Now, let me talk about dreams for briefly. Dreams are from three locations. 
I don't have time to unpack it. Yeah? One dream is from the cares of the day. If you eat too much okra soup and um, pounded yam, in the night you just see something drawing in your sleep. <laughs> if somebody really upset you and got angry and you're in the night you see yourself fighting, that's the cares of the day. So number one source of dream is the cares of the day. But it's out of the cares of the day comes forth a dream. Number two source of dream is the devil. If the devil can actually confuse you, he will. If he knows that you take dreams seriously, he will, he will break into your dream world with a dream. And that dream, I know many people who have said their parents are witches and their sisters, uh, they broke relationship with their family members because they had a dream. So that's why a dream is not the final result you should use to know what God is saying. You understand? A dream is actually an inkling in the spirit. So you need to distill every dream with the word of God. The third source of the dream is God. So God gives you dreams. And the Bible says secret things belong to the Lord. But those which are revealed are for us and our children that we may war with them. Which means when God gives you dreams, he wants you to take action on that dream. So the cares of the day, uh, the devil or God. So when, every time you have a dream, you have to descend. Just unpick that dream and see, was this thing in my radar? Was this something I was worrying about? Do you guys understand? Then number two, could this be the devil? Could this be God? Do you guys understand? They were talking about the return of Jesus Christ back from Egypt to, the, to Palestine. But what I kept seeing was the leading of the Lord. These are the seasons for the leading of the Lord. That's my final point. The leading of the Lord. These are the times when people are standing up and moving to Canada. These are the times when people are standing up and going to school. A lot of people here have different things going on in their world. But this is the time for the leading of the Lord. God will lead you to new doors. Even the three prophecies I gave today to each of these persons was about the leading of the Lord. This is the days of the leading of the Lord. So open yourself to the leading of God. Open yourself to be led by the Spirit of God. Because as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. You ask, what is God doing this time? God is saying, I'm leading my sons and my daughters. I want to write it, I want to be led. I want to be led. Do you know, when we're young, we did whatever we wanted. But when you get old, you have need that another will take you by the hand and lead you where you did not plan to go. Maturity is actually allowing yourself to be led. Many people are so big, nobody can lead them. That is actually the recipe for failure. Once you cannot be led, every leader must first be someone who can be led. The only reason why I'm qualified to lead this church is because I follow someone. Do you understand? There's no leader who is not led. I listen to someone. If you want to be a real leader, you have to listen. You have to be led. The best leaders are those who are led. And the best leader is the Holy Spirit. 
These are the days of the Holy Spirit. These are the days of the Spirit of God. These are the days when God is working. These are the days when God is moving. These are the days of Elijah. These are the days when the Holy Spirit is opening portals in the Spirit to people and says, step into my work, step into what I'm doing. These are the days when God is breaking protocol and coming to people in the night hour and say, come, let me show you mighty things. How dare you travel without telling God? How can you even move? Like, like I know exactly what I'm saying. You know why I know what I'm saying? Like, my family, my daughters, live in Jaws. Yeah? And my wife lives in Jaws right now. They're in Jaws at this moment. In the last three weeks, they've been on 24-hour curfew until three days ago. How can you go out when you don't know where they're going to kill next? Sometimes they have to make that road from Abuja to Jaws because Air travel has just become so expensive. Sometimes I can't afford to fly them all to Joss. In that road, they, as this last time they were going back, they were doing kidnapping in front. Just alerted them, oh, the kidnappers are in front. They stopped and waited for two hours. So, so do you think like I should not pray? I should not be led? I should just enter the road any day and go? Do you guys understand where we are? This is the days to be led. These are the days not for you to fabricate the same old things you used to do and condition yourself in the same old ways. And don't think that Lagos is more safe than Joss. It's not. It's not. Like Ekba Expressway, in Ikeja, in mainland bus stop, they're doing it. You need to be led to know what day to go out. Even if it's just for the fact that you go out some days. Have you gone out some days and it's total frustration? To move from A to B, you use five hours. You just knew that you're supposed to just stay at home that day. Be led. And God is saying, I can take you, I can show you. No need for you to toil by yourself. This is actually the desire I want us to cultivate this morning. To immerse in what God is doing. Our job as God's children is to listen to heaven. When we listen to heaven, we hear the broadcast from the presence of God. And then we come on earth and do what we hear from heaven. That's our mandate. I want to encourage every one of you to desire. Desire the move of the presence of God in your life. Desire to walk with God. Too long we've done church. Too long we've done ceremonies. Too long we've done activities. Too long we're trying to make church cool. We're trying to make church nicer. We're trying to make activities so that we can be on a hilltop. We want to gather the church and go onto the mountain top and stay and put flowers by the edge of the mountain. We want to sing hip song and dance tap dance. We want to do activities and just creative creative church oh we are the creative church can I tell you something creative people still have depression creative people still have brokenness every human being needs the power every human being needs the presence every human being needs the truth of God let me tell you the better way get God get the presence of God Get the leading of the Holy Spirit. Walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the desires of the... Let me tell you the higher way. 
run into God run with God journey with God build your spirit with God this is the higher way this is the higher way everyone can find God everyone can reach out in their spirit to God the grace of God is available now ask me what God is doing God is leading man God is leading men. God is leading women. God is causing stirrings. God is causing revival. God is birthing truth. God is causing restoration. God is causing a flow of the Spirit. God is causing, He says, until the Spirit is poured out from on high, then the wilderness will become a fruitful field. Something is coming something more is coming something bigger than what you know is coming if you believe this say amen if you desire it say amen oh some of you don't know don't know don't receive don't believe if you believe it say amen something greater is coming something bigger is coming i am coming to be give you a baptism of truth i am coming to break the walls that surround you i'm coming to remove the impediments he said i am coming he said i am coming with the spirit of god and i will visit you without outpouring there will be rivers flowing out of your life there will be graces available to you that my presence will be birthed in your life in the name of Jesus if you believe this say amen 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 harukashtaya nambradostama oshenda libra nostaya namba libra rasta holy spirit of the living god come wake us up oh god yes lord god sendi barusta manamba yakusa taba libra dosta anyone longing for the move of God today I know some of you may be in different places different places but the one thing you should be looking for is the move of God why do you come to church do you come to church just to hear some words and go back or do you come to God come to church to meet with God can you ask the Holy Spirit this morning before you leave Holy Spirit next five minutes touch me touch me touch me Holy Spirit let's pray together as the Spirit was moving over the thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church our mission is to love people connect with family and touch the world learn more on our website at www ecclesiahills.org or email us at hello at ecclesiahills.org